It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Throughout the day, we'll be focusing on key issues within the American community, but certainly with Black History Month uh, being propped up, celebrated in many ways, I wanted to take a different angle. Talk with someone like an Eddie Slaughter, a black farmer who simply demanding justice after a court case. With our other guests later on in the show, Dr. Ben Carson, Burgess Owens, Walter Milton, and Joel Freeman, who wrote Black History, an Inclusive Account of American History. And now my next guest, Charles Payne, host of Making Money with Charles Payne on Fox Business, and a story about economics and education uh, and what it means, Charles, and, and I would say this, like you and I said for years, not just to the black community, but to the American community, uh, your personal story, my friend, is amazing. From the briefcase, going to school, doing whatever you could to support yourself and your family, and, and rising to heights as, a, as someone who is respected in economics, respected as a businessman, and a standout figure for Americans. But in Black History Month, economics and education, they never stop throughout our life. How important do you see it for blacks today? Hey, thanks a lot, uh, first and foremost, for that uh, wonderful uh, introduction, uh, David. And I think it's, uh, I think it's critical. Uh, honestly, um, you know, when I, when I have these conversations with folks, um, uh, I, I, I think the next 10 to 20 years are make or break uh, for 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 Black Americans in terms of really being able uh, broadly to uh, to achieve the American dream, and I and I think the good news honestly is a lot of it is in our court. Uh, a lot of it we can dictate. Uh, we can we can we can actually be in charge of the outcome if we fight the right fight. And you know, you and I have also spoke so many times that uh, you know, for me, my major frustration is. Uh, how wedded we are to fighting the fight that's in the rearview mirror. I think we acknowledge things. You know, it's Black History Month, but I, I like you, would rather uh, turn it to a focus on, on future history. You know, what what the future is going to be. Uh, you know, we always salute the, our heroes. We we acknowledge where we've come from, and I think that we don't do that well enough either. To be quite honest, it's I think it's a remarkable story. I think it's a remarkable success story, which doesn't negate anything negative that anybody might have. You know, oh, what do you mean this has gone on and that's gone on? You know, some of that stuff is true. I you know, listen, I I know I've I've had things happen to me in the last year, two years, ten years, whatever. Uh, but overall, that's an amazing story. But to keep it going, uh, we've got to see where this world is going. And you talked about it being part and parcel of the American story. It's not, it's not just you know, Black Americans. It's the nation is really starting to fade uh, in terms of preparation. Uh, you know, for a future world, we're in the, we're in the beginning of this fourth industrial revolution, uh, uh, and you know, maybe some of it comes with complacency. Maybe some of it comes, uh, you know, is inherent with being an empire for almost 200 years. Not one that you know. Uh, the, I, I guess the script changes a little bit. You know, whether you're talking Roman, Austrian. Uh, 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 you know, whatever it might have been, the British Empire, uh, you know, obviously we've never gone around the world to, um, you know, to colonize the world and things like that, but it is tough being the preeminent nation in the world. Uh, and, 
you know, we're dealing with their own insecurities here. I mean, you look at the sentiment numbers for the first time in the history of America, more people feel uh, you know, uh, you know that, that that we're not moving in the right direction, and some of these uh, unique polls. So, uh, it, it's it's a it's a slice of America uh, this Black History Month that also is very representative of where America is and, and the challenges that America has over the next decade. You know, there's so much to unpack and and so much in this, but you know, your point about looking ahead does not mean ignore in the past. We, we, we have had a couple hundred years of evolution, right, to where we are today. That evolution is important. I just spoke with a black farmer who still hasn't received as many black farmers in this country. Uh, what is due them for actual discrimination? They're not the names that are known. But there are so many people whose names are known in the, in the black community, and you know how much I like using that term, I'm in the American community, but recognition of that. And there are many in that names or that known names list who really don't work towards the future. They want to relive the past, Charles, the victimology, the victimhood, yeah. that we're all oppressed. Look, I, it's something probably happened to me in my life. I may not even have recognized that somebody made a decision on my skin color. Yeah, it probably happened, but I move at my own pace, fight my own battle, and, and 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 look ahead. How do we get people to do that, man? Look at what's going on on the streets today and call it what it is. I'm seeing a whole lot more black kids committing crimes, many reasons why they're there. Sometimes that's all you see, regardless of the skin color, if that's what you grow up with. And I'm seeing a loss of education combined with that. I mean, looking ahead's tough if you can't even see yeah. what's in front of you. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no doubt it's tough, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Um, here's, here's the thing. I think accountability is the number one thing that that's sort of the umbrella that covers all of the things that you and I are talking about because you know I really do feel today is uh my mother passed away 5 years ago it would have been her 79th birthday and you know I I say that because I bring that up because she always held us accountable and 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 that's where I think the linchpin uh is no longer there the accountability linchpin uh, and and I think that's why we're going off the rails. Uh, you know, listen, I did a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> when I, you know, my parents divorced, and we moved up to Harlem, and me and my two younger brothers and my mom. And so she effectively was mom and dad, but she was a tough dad, let me tell you. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I did a lot of dumb stuff in my life and my growing up. And uh, I can tell you right now, uh, my mother was no joke, you know, so she, she made sure I was accountable. Uh, and, and by being accountable, it kept me in check and I didn't go completely off the rails. And, you know, these days there's, it almost feels like it's, you know, it's so weird because you, you, we keep excusing, you know, we call things that you just talked about, we call it gun violence. It's oh gun violence. It's up. No, it's people violence, and it's for the most part people shooting each other who look just like them. Uh, you know, it's S. Someone ran someone over. Uh, SUV violence. You know, it's like no, it, there's no accountability. That you know, the educational system is it's horrible. 
the, the excuses are horrible. We just have to stop making excuses because you know, it's, it's, we live in a global world and the tides shift back and forth, and it's competitive, and people watching you now who don't have what you have want what you have. They'll do what it takes, and it doesn't happen overnight, but they become a juggernaut. The next thing you know, we're overwhelmed, and that's where I see us right now, being overwhelmed uh, you know, by our infighting, by our, 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 our dishonesty, you know, insincerity about where we are, what we've got to do. If we don't have a, t- uh, if we don't get tough with ourselves, honest and tough, uh, in a very compassionate way, by the way, uh, because I believe it's tough love, um, then we are going to, we are in trouble. But we're going to be in a place where we can't fix it. Right now, I think we can fix it, but we're going to soon be in a place where we won't be able to reverse it. You know, one of the challenges is to separate the users and abusers, whoever they may be of these kids. And I mean, it really starts there. You know, it's kind of a harsh reality, but I see also the fact that we have to admit that there are some that are lost because there are. that that That's not just for blacks. That's just a part of the human existence. But there are bad people out there, Charles, putting out the wrong things, whether in education, the public square, you look at some of the, you know, the abusers, uh, like the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. Yeah. Are there people concerned about real crimes or wrongful crimes against blacks? Yeah. Problem is they're not in charge. And then we get elected officials joining in the Corey Bushes of the world. I mean, the Ayanna Presley's, they're using this. And in the end, just like blacks who voted predominantly for the Democrat Party for decades, they've given away their power. The community's given away its power because of overwhelming support in one direction. I mean, this is a lot to overcome. It's a lot. I mean, but, uh, you know, I think I don't think it's more I don't think it's more than overcoming, you know, coming out of slavery and being able to build 100 black owned towns and cities without any government help because you had to do it. So it's not something we haven't done before and we can't do, but you're right, the power structure right now, the influence structure right now is all tilted against it. Um, and, you know, what's interesting to me is most of these things, you know, these folks who are out there usurping the, the, the black message, the history, history of blacks, any kind of disadvantage that may exist right now, are usurping it and using it for a whole different agenda. Most of it is socialism. And, 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 you know, it just it boggles the mind how, you know, we're, we're allowing them to do this. We're allowing to be, you know, we're being played, uh, you know, so they're pushing the climate change agenda uh, as somehow a, a race-based uh, thing. You know, anything they want to achieve, they, they throw in race, and, and it becomes so much to almost absurd, to be quite frank with you, on some of this stuff. And and so you know I look at it and it's like golly every, no matter what it is but you know who are who are these so-called leaders that do have I mean honestly there's no real one single person who has that influence that you know as much as airtime is sharp and gets and some of these others you know if you go and, and talk to like a most young black kids 25 years old they're not they're not paying attention to Sharpton right there there's no real true person who has that leadership like who can truly make people stop in their tracks and think and maybe even change their course of action um but i i just look at the the pain the uh, the pain the history 
uh, all being usurped and, and to 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 a degree being pimped uh, for for different things that just are not at the top of our agenda. You know, I thought it was interesting uh, when when the whole movement was going on to to legalize marijuana. Uh, almost every time you read something like Elsa, it will help the the black community. Yada yada. I know about a week or two ago in New Jersey, they awarded 55 licenses to businesses. Not one was a black business, you know. It's it's just it's just so weird. It's just like they, you know, whoever wants to achieve something, particularly any kind of socialist or far left agenda. Hey, now we're doing this for the black kids and yada yada and. It's just, but it's at some point you got to see it. You got at some point you got to say, "Golly, we're getting played." And let's stop getting played. Let's stop having people, you know, to take use use us as a prop uh, to to push their agenda. And you know, I I just think I, it's got to happen. I don't know why it hasn't happened. There's got to be some sort of major outcry against it. And the people like the Cory Bushes of the world who says she deserves security, but the people in her neighborhood don't. You know, how do they keep getting voted in? It's It really is amazing to me. That's the sort of damage that messaging has done, uh, you know, 50 years of the same messaging. This group of people are bad. This group of people are, are nice. They like you. This one, this group doesn't like you. End of story. Yeah, you know, I just had a thought as you're talking about this. There's an industry. We're in it. Media. We have a responsibility. You and I exercise and have for all the years we've known each other that responsibility by being fair. But to your point, you know, when some in the media push this progressive leftist Cory Bush style squad agenda, uh, you're right. They, they lie to the black community. They tell them it's for them, but, you know, Don Lemon's not going to be the one worried about getting robbed up in uh, Harlem tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not going to be worried. Well, he might have some of his own worries, but not not that one. Um, it, it, but, the, but the thing that bothers me, I guess, is that they're not dumb. These, you know, these aren't dumb people. So, and this is why it makes it even, that's just why it stings even more. Why are you promoting it? You know, do, who do you love? You know, who do you really care about? Uh, and, and and I'm just so sad people can't see through it. I'm, it just hurts me that they cannot see right through it. And, you know, it's always about hat in hand. And can you imagine some of the things, I mean, just... Every time the president speaks, I just hope some black kids aren't listening because it feels like, uh, yeah, there's 80 million Americans who hate you because you're black. We like you and approve it. You know, we'll give you weak educations, but take care of you on the back end with government housing and higher minimum wage. It's like it just never stops. They just, I think one of the reasons probably to help do it works on that they never stop. It's just, it's a constant barrage of these people hate you. Uh, but we'll take care of you somehow, uh, and 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 we—it's a Faustian deal. We keep going for the same Faustian deal. Ironically, after knowing that the outcome sucks. Yeah, it, it makes you sit back and think. And you know, actually, maybe that's what people need to do, Charles. Sit back, think, assess, start thinking for yourself. How many years ago I, I said, you know, own what you know. Find a path for yourself. Get an education. Do the best you can. And if we start from that, then, you know, that's the real struggle. Looking forward, my friend, is my takeaway from this. 
uh, of our many conversations. We need to look ahead. And yes, what's in the mirrors there, but it's part of our evolution. Slavery's been over for a long time in America. We've got to move forward together. Uh, and can't resist, got to put in a plug today at 2 p.m., always on my DVR if I'm not watching <laughs> it, for making money with Charles Payne. Uh, you know, great advice, real-world advice, because you're working, not just talking about it. So thank yeah. you, as always. My man, uh, thank you so much, and keep doing this work, David. We need it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist, and I know it's an uphill fight, but it's a fight we, we have no choice but to win. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Charles Payne, host of Making Money with Charles Payne. Uh, Look, just go there and take a look at the work that he does for the American community. The right advice, good advice, and he made it. He did it himself. He's unleashing prosperity for all of you. That's a little bit of a teaser out there. You should check that out, too, as well. Talk to you soon, brother. Okay, see you. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.